Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too. Up the Arsenal. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. It's Fergus, your host. Uh, this is an intro to our live um, podcast that we're doing. We're doing some live video podcasts live on Facebook, uh, and we will soon be on YouTube, so you can be more interactive with us. Um, remember, we did say this is an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans, uh, so we're trying to interact with you a little bit more. Um, Join us on Guns and Yellow Ribbons on Facebook, or uh, also join our YouTube channel, uh, which is Guns and Yellow Ribbons on on YouTube, uh, as we will be transmitting live on these, and I will also still put these audios up so that uh, all us guys who work in the car or work on the road or just got earplugs in and listening to stuff when we're working or doing whatever we're doing... um, can still hear my dulcet tones. I do hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm very nervous to start off with it. There's less swearing on the live ones though, but um, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons Live. Um, This is our very first live broadcast. It's the international break. There's not a lot going on. And uh, I thought myself and a couple of the lads should um, just have a chat about how we felt the season has gone so far, uh, how the transfer window was, um, and just some of that stuff. So um, with, without further ado, all the way from uh, COS on the Greek islands, um, I'm going to invite uh, Trevor. Trevor, how are you? Hello, Fergus. I'm very well, thank you, matey. Enjoying the sunshine here in Kos and uh, looking forward to talking about the Arsenal because it's an international weekend and I'm bored senseless. So hello, (laughs) everyone. Why why the the hell do you think we're doing this? We're trying not to swear as well, remember? Oh, well, I worry then already, didn't I? But I'm all right, Fergus. I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I nearly went myself at that point. And with with, with, um, no expense spared, we've also enjoyed, uh, invited a a third guest. Uh, It's Potsy. Potsy, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Recovering, mate. Recovering. Obviously, I was involved in a bit of a car accident on Monday. So this week's been resting up, mate, and a little bit battered and bruised, as you can see. But um, I'm uh, I'm all good now, thankfully. It could have been a lot worse. So thanks for letting me on, mate. No, no, you're welcome, mate. Listen, uh, I know you had um, you had your car accident just after our last podcast, after the North London Derby. And uh, I got the message through, and uh, I, saw, I saw you in this... Uh, head restraint and everything else and it, it wasn't pleasant head-on collision with a big sprinter van yeah it was mate um yeah danny a120 unfortunately something broke in front of me and i've avoided them and um unfortunately the curb spun me and i've gone head-on into a it was actually a transit van it was doing about 60 and i was doing 45 so really lucky to be here to be honest so um yeah i can't i, I can't complain too much because i could have come off a lot worse so and uh, I'm filling in myself and Trevor filling in with uh, Craig tomorrow, aren't we? On uh, is it tomorrow? Uh, no, Monday. Um, on same old Arsenal because you are on holidays and so is Lee. That's right. I think Graham's on holiday, so is Lee. Um, Lee's in Vegas and I'm obviously off to Greece, but I'm going to Rhodes, not because uh, Trev. Um, but yeah, so um, I'll be uh, be on holiday for the next two Mondays. So I think Craig's asked you boys to come on, so that would be good for you both, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, you'll fly right over the top of me, mate. So uh, I will, I'll mate. Give you, I will. I'll give you a wave when you go over. There. If I I'll throw, I'll spanner. throw a beer down for you, Trev. I'll throw a beer <laughs> down for you. Not, not that crap, Carlin that Fergus drinks, though. Eh? Oh, don't drink that rubbish, mate. No, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing in the background. Cheers, Trev. Uh, I really need this. Listen, we're new to this, unlike Potsy, so it's it's a little bit it's a little bit nerve wracking actually going live. I know we've done all the audio podcasts and stuff like that, but this. This stuff is is different gravy, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Because people can now put faces to names, can't they? They now know that I'm a fine looker, Fergus, and you've got a face for radio only, mate. (laughs) I've got a voice for TV and a face for radio, definitely. (laughs) Cole, you know where your friends are, don't you? (laughs) Listen, listen, uh, what we are going to talk about, I'm looking down at my phone because I've got to print out the agenda, um, is we're going to look briefly back at the transfer window uh, the ins and the outs, and I don't think the three of us have um, spoken. This isn't going to be a long podcast. It's going to be maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, so we're going to look at the transfer window and, and see what you thought. We brought in Nicolas Pepe. We brought in Martinelli. Uh, uh, Saliba is on loan, as we know, to uh, back to his centre. Etienne Club, uh, Ceballos. Tierney and David Louise. So we brought in some some decent players. We lost obviously um, Ramsey, Welbeck, Czech, uh, Bramall, Gilmore, loads of the youth teams. Uh, we lost a lot of players, including Alex Awobi and uh, Ketia. We will have back. He's on loan. What did you briefly? What did you think of the um, of the transfer window, Trev? I haven't spoken to you, so can can you can you let us know what your thoughts are? Yeah, I thought we did all right, to be honest, Fergus. Um, I'm happy with everything we've done. It's nice to see us signing Tierney because I think we've missed a, a, a good old left-back. Um, just, just he's, he's put in the performances since. Louise, I just just think that Louise was probably, a, we've got to get someone on the, in the last couple of days. We need a central defender and, and he was coming. He was available, so he comes. So all in all, yeah, happy with what's coming. And, and I'm happy with what Emery's done in the transfer market, or well, what the Arsenal have done in the transfer market, because we, we we said we wanted change. All the Arsenal fans were saying we want change, and that's what we're getting, you know. So let's bear with him, and uh, hopefully we'll be all right. Potsy, what's your thoughts on it? Listen, I'm always a fan of of the transfer windows that are upgrades on players. And so far, what I can see that Emery has done is he has bought players who are upgrades on what we already had. Now, a lot of people were talking about David Luiz saying that it wasn't a particularly fantastic signing. But for me, I think he's an upgrade on Koscielny. I think he's better than Mustafi. Um, I look at Tierney as a, um upgrade on uh, Kalasanach. <laughs> I look, so I'm laughing at that banner. Um, I look at um, the players that he's brought in, like Pepe being better than Mkhitaryan. Um, so, so far for me, I think it was a, it was a really good window. And I think it's down to, down to Raul, really. I think what he's done there is absolute master masterpiece there. Um, and uh, the other guy, Fergus, he, you know his name. I, I can't mem- remember his name. Not not Raul Sanlele. It was the other guy. Uh, Hus, Hus, Hus Fami. 
Yeah, that'll do. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, the contract man. So what they've done there is complete genius. And I think it'll be great once these players settle. I think when we do get Bellerin and Tierney back, that will be, for me, better fullbacks. I think Pepe, once he gets that goal, will settle in. Um, and I still feel that we were perhaps a centre-back and a defensive midfielder short. But it's looking like a Nuno Emery side now. So I think this season he, Emery can actually be judged now on what he does with this crop of players. And we went and had our first game away in um, Newcastle. Uh, I know um, Trev uh, bring you back in. Trev, um, you and uh, Scunny Mike, uh, you shared a, a bar out in Cars to watch that game. Was that was it that game or was it the 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 uh, Burnley game? Which one did you share? It was the um, it was the Newcastle game, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the first game of the season. Yeah, Mike was in Cost, so I, I drove down to Cost Town, met up with him, and uh, yeah, had a lovely afternoon. It's the first time I've met Mike, top fella. Hello, Mike. Um, we had a good afternoon, a few beers, and I thought we did really well. First game of the season. Um, just want to go back to what Potsy just said. I do agree with every word, and he took the words out of my head when he said. Um, you know, is now looking like an Emery side, which is true. But I just don't know if I can agree with this Louise thing. I hope you're right, Potsy, and I hope I'm wrong. But uh, let, time will tell if he settles in and, and, and gets better. On, on, on the Louise thing, uh, Trev, somebody summed it up quite well and said he's a 10 out of 10 player sometimes and he's a 2 out of, player, a two out of 10 uh, player other times. But I just hope that we have more tens than twos. And we touched on Mustafi and even Shaka, which we'll probably cover, I suppose, in this half hour. Um, I think we'll get more tens than twos. Yeah, I hope, I hope you're right. Bloody hell, I hope you're right. And that wasn't a swear, Fergus. That was only a mild curse. But I do hope you're <laughs> right, mate. Um, um, he's made he's made two big mistakes so far, Louise. Um, he pulled out of a tackle... When, 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 um, was it who went who scored Liverpool's goal? It was, um, um, death, death, death. Oh, I can't remember what, what goal it Matt was. It. pulled out of a tackle, yep. Oh. And then the, 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 um, the pull on the shirt, the pull on the shirt, there was that, that wasn't a mistake, we, you know. That we'll was, to, there's a, we'll mis- to, a difference between mistake and stupidity, and I think that was just stupid to be Trevor, honest. We, we, we'll get to the Liverpool game. We're looking at the Newcastle game, first of all. That first half of the Newcastle game, it was snoring wasn't it maybe like this podcast <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it don't matter though, does it snoring we've we've won one nil away at newcastle we've had some good results since haven't they i think haven't newcastle yeah so one more up there i'll take that yeah any day maitland niles i thought had a performance uh that would deserved accommodation i thought his interse- interception for um uh, to give the assist to Aubameyang was was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? He, he nicked him well, didn't he? He, he nicked him well, and uh, and Aubameyang did what he does best when he when he plays through the middle. He finished it, didn't he? And 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 as I just said, we nicked the wonder like going back to the George Graham days. Boring, boring, bang, bang, one nil. Thank you. We're off home. Lovely. One nil to I'll the Arsenal. We'll, we'll, we'll have that all day long. No problem. And listen, Potty, it was our. First um, away clean sheet for about 10 years. You talked about an Aubameyang side. Is that a sign of it? 
Well, let's let's hope so. I mean, in, in terms of the away form, this is an issue for me. Away with Unai Emery uh, last season still wasn't great. Under Arsene Wenger for his last season was even worse. I think we won something like five or six away games last season, which is not good enough. So I really hope that we can look at our away performances and, and, and improve on that. Uh, I think with Aubameyang, that sums Aubameyang up that goal. I think that is such a difficult first touch in the wet. It's skidding and sliding across the surface and the little dink for the finish was sensational and he's been my player of the season so far for the first few games um, between him and Guendouzi for me. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been a huge fan of Aubameyang and I hope that he can continue to score away from home as well as uh, at the Emirates. Yeah, I have to agree, Potsy, I have to agree, mate. So, but how does it work with our front three, mate? You know, we, we've seen them all on the field now and we've seen Aubameyang out wide. He's not quite so effective, is he? I don't think out wide, but, but how does that work? I, I don't know. Emery left the answers. I trust him. I think, well, I think, Simon, I think this is actually going to be one of his hardest decisions to make is how he gets that free working. Does he play Lacazette behind the two and go free at the back? Does he play Aubameyang out wide, which I'm not a fan of? I think the three of them have to play. Um, I just have this feeling that Unai Emery will switch it round and, until he believes he gets uh, the best out of them and sees how he can get them playing together. My only worry is we see it so much switching and changing with Unai Emery and that is the, my only question mark over him is I'd like to see a best 11. I'd like to see a best 11 start and that front three needs to be in that best 11 in my opinion. And I don't think that... Yeah, yeah, that, you're right, that, yeah. I don't think that best 11 will be available until uh, Hector's available and Agreed. also uh, Tierney. Um, and Tierney, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Although, listen, um, on the Hector Bellerin one, we'll get on to the Burnley game in a second, but on the Hector Bellerin one, um, we've, well, I've been harsh on Bellerin quite a lot, actually. And, 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 and I think Bellerin is a great player, but I think people are starting to forget that, you know, he's great with pace. He can't really cross a ball and he's not great defensively. So are we leaving ourselves open? I personally feel he's an upgrade on Ainsley Maitland-Niles and I've maybe been a bit harsh on the lad because I actually think he's been a uh, had a good season so far, Maitland-Niles. I think he had a bit of a shocking half against um, Spurs. I think Son... Tore him, a, tore him a new one in the first half. But actually, against Newcastle, like you said, Fergus, he was probably one of the best players. Um, and he has started to improve himself as a footballer in this Arsenal side. I just don't see the lad as a right-back. And I think Bellerin and Tierney, either side, will be an improvement and an upgrade on Maitland-Niles and Kalasinac. Apparently, we've had a, a message from Manny from the podcast. Uh, uh, you can't swear on this one. <laughs> so, yeah, Manny, thank you very much. We're, we're aware of that. We're trying extremely hard not to swear on this one. <laughs> um, the Burnley game then. So it was our first home game. Uh, Trev uh, wasn't able to come and we did. Uh, we, we'll Mr. Do... Trev, Mr. Mate. We we will do hashtag where's Trev for the the North London derby definitely. But, oh, uh... <laughs> it's hard. You have no idea how hard it is missing these games. Yeah, I know I'm being selfish. I live in the sunshine. I have great time, but boy, these match days they kill me. And when you start getting like fifty messages in about a minute from Fergus with all different people saying where's Trev, where's Trev, where's Trev, that doesn't help. Trust me, doesn't help at all. <laughs> Oh, thank you very much, Scunny. Top man for that comment. 
Cheers, Scunny. <laughs> mate, they tried, mate. They've tried. Look, oh, there's more. Just a mere scratch. Me, then? What about me, then? <laughs> um, on to the Burnley game. So the Burnley game was... Burnley game was a hard game, actually. Uh, you know, I, I think they're a big side. Um, and it, it was just... The, the thing that got me about it was arriving at the stadium was an early kickoff. How many times have we gone to early kickoffs? Trev, uh, Potsy, you, you'll know what it's like. They're normally quite flat, maybe because people haven't had enough beer, etc. and so on. But they're just generally a flat atmosphere. The players are flat. The fans are flat. But not at that game. What do you think? Uh, Potsy, you were there. Yeah, I was a massive fan of the atmosphere before. Well, actually, I've been a massive fan of the atmosphere before both games. We'll go on to the North London derby later. But um, I think me and you, Fergus, were in the Weatherspoons about 10 o'clock in the Coronet, weren't we? So it was quite an early one for the Burnley game. Um, a few beers. It was decent. Uh, I enjoyed uh, your Weatherspoons app. That was very handy. Um, but, yeah, no, we had a good laugh. And I think the actual atmosphere itself when we got to the game was good. The one player for me that summed up the Burnley game was Danny Ceballos. Um I don't know if you want to go on to that that game yet, mate. But um, for me, it was without a doubt a top uh, a top performance from Danny Sabas, and really showed to me a passion that he has to the game, and obviously has brought to the uh, to the club. Um, and he looks to me like a number ten. I think when he was pushed forward, I think uh, Burnley had a real torrid time, and obviously set up the Aubameyang goal for the winner. So I was really impressed with Danny Sabas in this game. In fairness, he he took over Santi's song as well, didn't he? Yeah, well deserved. He looks a little bit like Santi. I don't know who it was. Was it Max who said that he's a Ma- Santi Cazorla with a Aaron Ramsey engine? Is that right? Yeah, that the, the, the skills of Santi with the engine of Rambo. So shout out to Max. I have to agree. Shout out to Max. I have to agree. <laughs> it, it, it's it's like one o'clock in the morning or something in Melbourne. I, oh I'm going to try and get him on. But, He'll be asleep. Uh, yeah. So he he'd be quite quite nuts. Um, let's have a look on here. Listen, I, my phone keeps on nearly locking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Abamyang winner on the 64th minute goal of the month. What did we reckon? Um, go on, Trev. We, we yeah. stop this guy up in the corner up here, uh, that corner. Well, you know, so. well, are you talking? Oh, you talking about Potsy? Yeah, yeah, is that yeah, yeah. No, it's that way. No, it's that oh, way. Canel, that was yeah. Clean. I mean. I, to be honest with you, uh, yeah, Aubameyang's goal was great, but you you can't discredit Lacazette in in that game, in this his goal either because he was falling over. Admittedly, the goalkeeper should have saved it, went through Pope's legs. But the fact that Lacazette got the shot off, which he does that a lot, just looks like he's he's in an impossible position. He gets a shot off and scores. So yeah, all praise to the Arsenal there, as Fergus just said, up against a big Burnley side and a, a big old uh, English centre half. Is he English, Ashley Barnes? Big old English centre half, and we always struggle. Uh, centre forward, excuse me. Centre forward, excuse me. We always struggle against them, and it, it, true to form, Barnes. Uh, well, true to form, he scored a goal, didn't he? But we we kept going, and uh, yeah, two good goals. Not just Aubameyang's, Lacazette's was a good finish as well, and. Uh, a, a nice little, nice little hurdle out of the way. Yes, yeah. very happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting used to the technology. Where you gone, Fergus? <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I am. I am trying. Very trying. Um, Liverpool away then was our next game. Um, so the, the Newcastle game, uh, the, the Burnley game finished two-one. 
Um, the Newcastle uh, game, we won 1-0. And then we went to Anfield for our second away game of the season. Um, Liverpool, they, they hadn't got off to a flying start and looked a little bit nervy considering they were at the Champions League final and beat the Spurs, which we love. Um, the only thing I like about them. Um, but uh, they, they didn't get off to a flying start. And I, I, I did predict on that game, I predicted a 2-2, but I did feel it would be a 3-1, which was the eventual score. But I just thought we could have got something for them from them. Um, Potsy, what did you think? Did you think you could have got something from them? Uh, in the first half, I certainly was a bit disappointed we hadn't scored. When Pepe went through, I was a bit disappointed that he didn't slot that home. I think he needed that for his confidence. Um, also, when Adrian went running out and then obviously Aubameyang tried the chip and it just went wide, I think if he actually would have squared that to Pepe, he would have had an open goal there and that would have been a, been a chance for us as well. We could have been 2-0 up. A lot of people were slating Unai Emery saying he's tactically got it wrong. I personally thought that he tactically got it right in the first half particularly and a lot of people, particularly on our group, were saying it's looking good. You know, It's looking all right this half. So we'll see what happens uh, second half and unfortunately it, it kind of that goal really killed things for us, I think, the, uh, the header. Um, what I will say, and I said this on the other podcast a while back was I don't remember Leno having much to do there was a there was a penalty that uh, they scored there was a corner that they scored and obviously the Louise mistake put Salah through which was a which was a world-class bit of skill apart from that I didn't feel that Leno, Leno had much so yeah we thought to the end Torreira can Lacazette come on and scored I did question why the pair of them didn't start but for me um, I think we, we probably missed out and rightly so it's probably a fair result but uh, yeah I wasn't too downhearted and pessimistic like some fans were to be fair <laughs> yeah, I've got to agree with that, Dan. Absolutely agree with it. I watched that game and uh, at the end of the game, I thought, well, yeah, on another day, we come away with something there because you, the, we had the two chances you spoke about and Pepe also curled one just wide, didn't he? From just, just outside the box, he had a bash and, and it just went right of the post. So yeah, years gone by recently, I've come away from Liverpool thinking, well, we got battered, we were never going to win that game. But this time I was thinking, okay, yeah, we've lost 3-1. But on another day, we cut out the mistakes, we take our chances, we come away with at least a draw. So, yeah, positives from that. What did you make of the uh, substitutions and, and the timing of the subs on that on that game? Because, uh, yeah, we went 1-0 down and um, we had the Shaka uh, tackle. I'll bring uh, Dan back in there because uh, I know he, he was talking about it. We had the Shaka tackle um, to bring us 2-0 uh, down and then it went 2-1. Uh, sorry, went, did it go 3 0? I, I can't remember. The, I think, yeah, it yeah, went 3 0, mate. Yeah. And Torreira got the, the, the last goal. Um, what did you think of the timing of the substitutions? Uh, did did Emery get that one wrong? Yeah, I think so. I was wondering why Lacazette wasn't coming on, if I'm honest with you. It was a bit bizarre to me. I personally would have started Torreira. I think he could have broke up play well. Um, but. I don't want to go on about Granite Chaka too much, but we obviously will in a minute, um, I can imagine. But yeah, for me, uh, the the substitutions were just a bit naff, really. I mean, Lacazette come on with a few minutes to try and work some magic, which was a little bit impossible for him. But what I will say is when uh, the subs did come on, we obviously did score. Um, and Torreira was a bit of a, a warrior in the middle there, which I would have liked to have since started. 
Um, and again, a pointless uh, pointless substitution with Mkhitaryan, who's now gone. So, yeah, a bit bizarre the substitution so far this season. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's a bit of an opposite to last season, isn't it? Because uh, when we were going to t- was it 20 games, we went unbeaten last last season. I think a lot of us were ranting about uh, Emery substitutions, the early substitutions, the half-time introductions. If it weren't going well, get in early and change it. But uh, yeah, it's, it's baffled me a little bit this year, Potsy. I've got to agree with you, mate. Yeah, I think so, mate. And I, I think it's bizarre to see some of the stuff he's doing now. I mean, particularly at the weekend with Mkhitaryan. I didn't understand that one. And he literally went straight to, to Roma. So yeah, very bizarre substitutions. Yeah, the only thing I could think of, mate, was that he didn't know he was going, maybe, Potsy. Maybe he didn't maybe. know he was going. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, maybe I that's think, what it was. I, I think he did know. There's, there's, um, these things take quite a lot. Look, the millions and millions of pounds of deals. So they're going to take a long, long time. So um, there was uh, the, the matter of the North London derby, wasn't there? Um, which was last uh, weekend. Um, it came early in the season, which is uh, it really strange to have it early in the season like that. Um, but there was even a more important thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at Mike. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mike. I'm right here, mate. Yeah, and I'll be back soon. <laughs> oh. Dear, oh dear, just don't stop. Thank you, Fergus. What have you started? <laughs> Listen, uh, it was really, really funny. Even my little grandson, it was his first uh, North London derby. He jumped in on the banter and uh, he was on about uh, where's Trev and so on. Uh, it was your first uh, North London derby that you missed in how many years? Oh, Fergus, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's just, it really hurt. It really hurt. And in all honesty, when all the messages kept coming through, where are you? Where's Trev? Where's Trev? It made me smile. It made me smile and it uh, it lightened my mood a little bit. And believe it or not, I was sat in a bar um, in in Cossier uh, with a Tottenham fan as well. And we actually got on pretty well. We had a smug look on his face at 2-0. Then the messages started coming through and uh, then we pulled it back. So that was lovely. And you've got a message from one of your mates out in Greece as well. Look. Oh, Takis. Hello, matey. Uh, hope you're well. Is it Calamari yet? Let me know yet? where in Greece you are. Let me know where in Greece you are, yeah. Is it Calamari yet? Cal- no, it's Calispera. Calimera okay. is good morning. Calispera is good afternoon. Okay. Okay. So, it was, it was a fantastic day it was a 4:30 kickoff which i always thought was it's a little bit nervous and um i i on here i'd like to thank john malone um he helped me out big time and his uh, his mate dave um he tapped me on the shoulder at the burnley game and said listen i've got a ticket uh, for the north of the derby it's a concession ticket um do you want it for your grandson and i went oh i, I thought about it and 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 i i, I talked to you dan i said um I'm not sure because the North London derby is it's a it's a very in the North Bank it's it's a very very vibrant atmosphere um, and also the whole build up the whole day it's it's a it's a different sort of day and one it would have curtailed my day a little bit but that was neither here nor there I was I was more worried about um, how how it would be for Joseph if he would be safe and everything else um, we we decided myself and Dan. 
uh, talked and uh, we decided to get into the stadium about an hour beforehand, wasn't it? Yeah, about that, mate. Yeah, it was. I was a little bit before that. I was about quarter to quarter two. But um, yeah, it was good, mate. Really good. And you saw the Ashburton Army down the other end. Mm, yeah, well, I come to meet you at Block 28, I think it was. And then you decided to go I... to Block 5 as usual. So anyway, but uh, no, no, well, I went to what, Block 26. What, what happened there is I... I... The stewards at Arsenal were fantastic. I said to them, I've got a, an R entrance and a C entrance. And uh, they they thankfully uh, came along and said they, they validated my card so I could go through at the R. So hence why I was able to get through because they couldn't find you. And they were, they, they were, first of all, they were saying, send them, just send him through. And uh, I went, no, I'm not, I'm not sending him through, leave him there with like 60,000 and then be mm. going around the other end. So he had to stay with me on, on, unless you were at the other end, but we couldn't find each other. Um, but no, well, I went through at 20, uh, up to 28 and then I could obviously hear Ashburton Army at 26 and walked up to me to see what was going on. And that was a real buzz. I mean, there was some serious, there was some serious noise coming from that. So what I haven't he- heard though is any kind of feedback back from it Fergus I don't know what what Jack's kind of had has he had any grief is he or any comments or has it been quite well received it's been well received there's been a bit on YouTube um where they've shown obviously us going he's our Frenchman number Number nine nine. number nine (laughs) (laughs) who's singing that bit (laughs) (laughs) oh mate I didn't have a voice for three days honestly it, for for people who weren't lucky enough to get into the stadium um, and experience it, I, I normally get into the stadium 10, 15 minutes beforehand, maybe have a beer, uh, maybe not get, get to my seat. But on this occasion, because I had a little man with me and uh, we had discussed saying getting early, um, the atmosphere was nuts. There was, it was brilliant. That song was going. The Ashburton Army started at the other end. And then there was uh, walked around by the West End up to the North Bank of Block 5. And that, um, hello, hello, we are the Arsenal boys. Mm. It goes once or twice, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, this was going forever, wasn't it? It was just great. I've... 15 minutes it went for. Yeah. You boys just end... carry on. Yeah, I'm over the room with this. <laughs> you can join in whenever you want. <laughs> Remember, Mike's asked, where's Trev? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. oh dear um listen trev we did take the piss out of you uh everybody we bumped into we bumped into terry we bumped into terry's mate called trev and he said i'm trev <laughs> but but the atmosphere was amazing but the game itself was actually it was a hard-fought london derby um we 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 cocked up big time um for i i, I so- people are blaming Leno, but Socrates for me was at fault for we've overran. Look, I said 30 minutes. We're on 29 minutes already. Um, we, they, we, Socrates was at fault. He was uh, out of position and didn't cover his, his post correctly. Um, and we went 1-0 down with Ericsson having a really easy tap in. That's type of forgivable. But the second one that we went 2-0 down to, Shaka. Honestly, and also his comments at the Lansdowne Road or the, the, the Aviva Stadium where he's um, putting blame away from himself and going, well, the strikers missed loads, but strikers miss loads all the time. Abamyang, top scorer last season, but he still scored, what was it, 31 goals in all competitions? 
Who wants to go first? I'll let Trev, because I'll probably swear and get oh, told off. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know, I was just sitting here then saying to myself, don't swear, don't swear, don't swear. Well, I'm sorry, Xhaka, you know, I'm, I, I don't like talking bad about our players, but that was that was an awful penalty. There was no excuse for it. And I'd sort of forgiven him. And then he comes out and says what he said in that interview and tries to blame someone else. No, d- just be the man, hold your hands up, admit you made a mistake, try and get the fans back on your side and, and say, yeah, hold my hands up, done wrong, I'm going to do better next week. And maybe, just maybe, we start to to forgive him a little bit, you know, but no, I'm very upset with a boy this week. Very upset indeed. What do you reckon, Potsy? I'm with you, mate. You know my thoughts on Shaka. I've not liked him since we've bought him. I can't see how he's justified a £35 million or £34 million pound transfer fee. I don't believe I've seen a player as clumsy or as rash as him. I don't believe I've seen a player that I, I get frustrated with that fans still stick up for him because he can pass a football or because he's good around the st- uh, stadium or good around the dressing room. For me, it doesn't matter. If you're going to give away penalties like he has more than any other player since he's come, then I can't forgive you. And I can't forgive players who make the same mistakes week in, week out, season after season. Um, you know, a lot of people were giving other players stick last season for, for, you know, certain individual errors. For me, this guy give away a penalty against Palace, give away a penalty against Brighton, and now that would have got us in the top four if he wouldn't have done that. And now he's doing it again in a North London derby at home. This guy's done for me. Um, unfortunately, I can't see him getting dropped, but um, he's done for me, I'm afraid. And um, just before half time. Uh, the Emirates went wild. The Eaglet went wild. Every pub around London must have gone wild. We got a goal back. We're still losing 2-1, but it just, it, it, the timing of it was absolutely perfect. And you've all seen, uh, uh, who's it? is it Nick who was with Laura? Who, who was with Laura? Uh, um, Jason. 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 Yeah. 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 J- J- Jason. I can spot Jason. Jason Porter. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, the guy in the white shirt, Combs. Oh yeah, no, I've I've not met Nick. But I've not met him before. It was Nick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there was Nick. There was Laura. I can see you. We're all all that lot in the north uh, block five. That was us. That's all over YouTubers on every publication. Uh, number nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, the the place lit up. The atmosphere was absolutely stunning. And um, bringing Trev back in on on this. Could you hear that atmosphere in in um, on on the TV? I, did, I didn't need the TV, Fergus. I could hear that in Cos anyway. That was it was the it was a brilliant atmosphere. It was it, it brought back great memories of of when we came back and won four two last year. So having been, I knew what was going on in that stadium. It was fantastic on the television. That goal from Lacazette. What a, not just the finish, but have you noticed his first touch? You may not have seen it in the stadium. I don't know if you've watched it back yet. But his first touch for that goal to take it past the defender was magical. Was magical. And then, of course, the finish. And Yeah, and trust me, we heard you, mate. We heard it, yeah. Yeah, it was loud and clear. Wonderful. And um, we went into the second half and Emery made a, a, a substitution 
I think it was about the 64th minute, he brought on, uh, uh, he took off Torreira, who didn't have a great game, and he brought on, he brought on Ceballos. Um, Ceballos, we're going to try and pull out the stops and buy him. I know Real Madrid don't want to sell him. And they're not in the. He's not really in the market to be sold. He's got a fifty million price tag on his head. Um, it, 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 again, I, I go back and think: Did Emery make any mistakes? Um, did you know? He comes into a lot of uh, criticism about his tactics and stuff like that. There's there's people already even. After the Liverpool game, we've got Emery out and so on. Um, Joe, who from... Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, the, the, you know Joe, don't you, uh, Trev? Oh, I've spoken to Joe. Yeah, I've never yeah. met Joe, but I've spoken to Joe, yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts on that? On, on her comment on there? Um, I, I, I'm not quite getting... What was it referencing to, Fergus? I think it's just generally like the, the the thing about we talked about it on the Liverpool game uh, and the North London derby, which we'll carry on with in a second. I think it's it, it's about just uh, Emery's tinkerman tactics, and people are criticising it. Uh, and uh, like what Joe says, I think he's here to stay for a while. I, I'm a supporter of Emery. Uh, Joe, if you want to put a comment up and let us know if you are, uh, I think you are. I know you're a supporter of Arsenal through and through. Yeah. So is he a favourite of Emery's or is Emery just thinking at the moment, he's what I've got, so he's what I'll use? I was thrown a bit there, Fergus, because I had Cabellos in my head. Um, <laughs> uh, you speaking... know what? Apologies, I've misconstrued. What a what a surprise! I've made a mistake. Um, I've misconstrued Joe's uh, message. I've reread it again, and she's re referencing reference talking about um, uh, Shaka. So, <laughs> yeah, I thought she was. Yeah, I, 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 I the sooner you know, I, I'm not. I don't like Shaka very much. I don't like the way he makes his mistakes, um, and we'll find out soon enough if he's one of Emery's favourites. But I've got this... I can't say his name. Is it Caballos? Potsy, is it Cabellos? Caballos? Danny Ceballos. Fergus always does Ceballos. it really well. Ceballos. Ceballos. <laughs> All right. Fancy me asking Fergie how to say something. That's a first. <laughs> Ceballos. I don't want him playing too well because there's no way they're going to sell him to us at the moment, the way he's playing. I, I don't think it's in their plans to sell him to us anyway. But So we need him to have a crap few games and then them give us a... Uh, an option to buy and then then it can play well again from my perspective. But Xhaka, he, he, yeah, he, he seems to pick him every week, Emery, doesn't he? But who knows what goes on in Emery's head and, uh, you know, I'm sticking with Emery at the moment. You know. Listen, one young man um, who... <laughs> <laughs> we knew this was coming. Yes, Scunny. Yes, Scunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, here we go. Come on in, Fergus. Uh, listen, I've never said I didn't. I didn't dislike the guy. I, I, Are I, you I, sure? Are you sure? Maybe, maybe my words have been misconstrued over the time. But um, the, the 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 guy for me, he pulls out of a tackle. He didn't on uh, on Sunday. Um, he um, he runs after the ref, complaining. He falls over too easily. Um, but on the North London Derby, uh, on the North London Derby, 
<laughs> the boy done good. Scunny, you've done me up. I, I'll tell you what, next time, Scunny stayed at my house that night. I'm going to have to fucking charge him double. See what you did to me. See what you did to me, Scunny. Oh, listen, lads. Um, it finished two two. It was. It was. It, it finished two two. It was. It was uh, really good. Um, it was a fantastic day. Um, it's. It's always a good result, actually. Uh, it's better to beat them, but a draw because all your mates and like, I got over my local and everything else. Everyone can stay mates and friendly when it's a, a good derby game and the points are, are shared. I know we'd rather win, but do you, do you get what I mean? No, I don't. <laughs> How can you say you want us to draw with Tottenham for Fergus? You nearly made me swear then. A little bit sick came up then. I was that upset with you. Let me tell you, you're a disgrace. This is what I'm getting. Of course, <laughs> of, course, of course we don't want Tottenham to draw the game. We want to beat them 5-0 every game. Just going back to Guendouzi, though, I read a fact the other day, and I don't know if it's correct. I'm taking it as correct, that Guendouzi has never, ever scored a goal in a senior game. And I want him to score now, and I want him to score every week. I think once he scores one, he's getting a few chances. He'll be away, and if we can get him scoring goals, and maybe Caballos and uh, Ceballos and Pepe scoring a few goals, and we've still got Alabama, Young and Lacazette. Boys, we'll beat Tottenham 7-0 at YR Lane. Don't worry about drawing with them. Right then. You've right, been told, okay, Fergus. <laughs> We've gone double. I-, I said 20 minutes on here, didn't I? You did. You did. 30, t- 30 tops. We're now at 40 this was, If this was Johnny, you'd be shouting at him now. I'd be screaming. So, um, listen, it's our first live one. Uh, hands are a bit shaky, nervous and everything else. Um, boys, we've done really, really well. I, I, I'm pleased with what we've uh, produced. Um, I apologise to Joe for misinterpreting her uh, her um, her comment on here um but listen we're going to try and put some of this we'll carry on on facebook but we're also going to try and do it on youtube uh do join us on guns and yellow yellow ribbons on youtube there are some extremely embarrassing um videos of me doing match previews and stuff on there there's about 20 30 small clips so if you do really want to uh, have a have have a have a laugh and a joke um please do um joe i think we're forgiven thanks joe uh thanks very much you have been watching not listening you have been watching guns and yellow ribbons live um yeah there we go thank you up the arsenal up the arsenal Arsenal. cheers boys cheers my nerves can stop now if my mouse would work Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.